Hi, I'm Miranda Gretton, and you're listening to Take a Moment with NCHC. In this new series of the podcast, I sit down with some more senior members of staff to find out how they made their way into their leadership roles. Welcome, Bernie, to Take a Moment. Please introduce yourself. Oh, thank you, Miranda. Hello, everyone. My name's Venu. I am um, your or our medical director, uh, but I'm also a fellow colleague, not just in the management role, but in terms of the clinical role, where I'm also a doctor uh, in rehabilitation medicine, and I work at Caroline House. Have you always lived in Norfolk? I was trained in in uh, in Kerala in India, um, so Kerala is on the southwest coast of India, by the way, and uh, and it's called God's own country. For those of you who are not aware, uh, God's own county is Yorkshire, but God's own country is Kerala, and uh, and that is where I came from, uh, and it has got a wonderful health health system which is free, but there's a disparity in how healthcare is delivered. Um, I, I left Kerala because of family pressures. Let me put it that way, because when you are in a, a strong family union, you are under severe pressure to achieve certain things that your family want rather than what you want. So uh, that's the escape uh, I needed uh, from going to somewhere else. So UK was an opportunity and coming into the NHS. I finished training in my clinical speciality of rehab medicine in Manchester, having gone through two previous interviews where I didn't get the job. Obviously, luckily I didn't, uh, and then came to Norfolk. I am particularly proud of being appointed to this role, not by a panel. There was a panel of um, interv- uh, of people asking questions, but there was a lot more emphasis put on the multidisciplinary view of your colleague who is joining the team. So I do feel particularly proud that I got through that interview and got the role of the, uh, the consultant rehab medicine at the Coleman Centre. So you moved here from Manchester. What was the draw to Norfolk? Uh, I think the job obviously um, uh, brought me over. Coming into this whole process in Norfolk, it was a complete new revelation for me, and uh, and and be myself because then I don't in front of a team, uh, you know, you can be the team player that you've always been before, um, but in front of a panel, it makes it a bit more difficult. You're on your own. And how, when was this? How lo- how long have you been in the trash? So 2005, um, I mean, we've uh, been through various guises, I guess, of uh, as, as an NHS organisation. Uh, so 2005, when I got appointed, and, uh, and obviously a lot has changed since then. So why rehab medicine and not yeah. like blood and gore medicine? <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, I, I never I, I never knew about rehab medicine when I first entered into this uh, back home in India. So I wanted to be a, a, an orthopedic doctor, a doctor that deals with bones and joints. So at that time, there was uh, there you have to pass a, a multiple choice questionnaire type thing. And I didn't have the sufficient capacity to get into uh, the orthopedic training. So the next best thing from that was what was called rehabilitation medicine. I had no idea what this was. And when I started to do it, I recognized that this is holistic. This is not looking at one joint or one heart or one lung. This was a holistic approach to a person and looking at how they lived, what's affecting their ability to do things in their own home, you know, how their families influence things, how society influences things, how the environment influences their... So thinking about your career 
to date, your whole career yeah. all the way through, what has been your proudest moment, your proudest achievement? The teamwork that goes on is uh, is something that I do feel that I play a part in because without creating those environment, the culture for teamwork, you're not going to get there. So I do feel uh, proud about creating the cultures for teamwork. And I guess at the end of the day, it's it's the uh, the voices that you heard from the people you support that really makes the difference. So someone coming and saying thank you, you know, for helping achieve something. That's absolutely a validation of what you stand for and what you value. So I guess that's the important thing. So what, what the other moment I feel proud about is, is getting this role, obviously, getting into the management role. Uh, not that I was looking for it at the time. It came by complete chance. And obviously being part of the team who helped to get this organization or get our NHS, the community NHS, to outstanding. So that's also a proud moment, I guess. You say that the leadership role kind of it wasn't something that you were sort of seeking out. So how did you come about that? Why? What moved, made you want to move into leadership roles? Roisin, who was the uh, the chief executive at the time, had, had asked whether I wanted to give a trial of this. So, and you know, the first thing that uh, I I must tell colleagues and everyone who's listening, the first time I took on this thing, I remember it even the first day. I met with two colleagues. One was a nursing director at NHSI, the other was a medical director of NHS England. I met them in the canteen of Norfolk and Norwich Hospital. The fear that they created in me was huge. And I think back and look at where we are now, and I think those colleagues who might have been in that culture of fear themselves, who are voting down and telling us, we've got to get those patients moving, you know, that's the problem. We've got to, you know, if you don't do something, you're good, you know, you're going to, uh, the, you know, you're going to find yourself in trouble. Oh, oh my God, I thought, gosh, this wasn't what I signed up for. <laughs> but then actually Roisin helped me through it. And I do appreciate Roisin's support in helping me acknowledge that that's not the culture that we were working in, the team that I was involved in that time. Uh, the executive team and and it truly wasn't a culture that uh, that that I was that I saw with my fellow two colleagues and I'm sure they must have changed by now it's been so many years now and I'm sure they must have changed the new values that we all aspire to what does being a leader mean to you specifically well I, I mean I've, I've always said I've learned from my experiences and um, and my experiences tell me that I've got to create a, a space where people feel safe to to say their feelings and their thoughts without being victimized or uh, without being prejudiced or uh, or without being told off. Let me use that word. Uh, so we've got to have a space where we are free to talk about uh, our feelings, which is the psychologically safe space, as I want to call it. Uh, the next thing to me is. Um, the diversity of thinking. So I, I think more diverse in terms of the voices heard. It's the voice of people that make the difference. So we all hear different things from experiences that uh, people bring along and, and we can use that to come up with a single solution. So that particular thing, the diversity of thinking, and then obviously the ability to be civil. <laughs> uh, most key thing that I've learned throughout my thing is I would never 
do what I may have experienced in my own career to anyone else. So I always think it's the, the what you, you know, the people remember what, how they were made to feel rather than the facts that you tell them. And finally, the humility bit, which is um, I'm, I'm, you know, we're all a, a spec um, a, amongst a team of people supporting a patient. And at the end of the day, if you've never been through that, whatever the patient is or the person that you're supporting has been through, you will never understand what it feels like. So, yes, so those are the, the, the key things that as what I could role model. And I see that reflected in the people's promise, the NHS people's promise, our behavior framework our uh, leadership promise. So I, I feel empowered by the support that's out there to fit with my own values and things, yeah. Thank you for listening to Take a Moment with NCHC. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please visit the podcast intranet page to leave a comment and for details of our other episodes. You can also follow NCHC on all social media channels.